Okay. Fart noise. Okay, 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 okay. One, two, three. <laughs> okay, perfect. We'll be able to match that up. All right, your intro. Synced up. Give it a go. Oh wait, yeah, we've not got the soundboard. Yeah, right? I don't have any sound, so we're just, we're just. We're, it feels just, weird. But. I know we're just rocking and rolling. Um, mm-hmm. Oh shit, <laughs> this feels weird with the, the sound. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to episode sixty-nine, Giggity uh, of the Pineapple Theory Podcast, I am of course one of your hosts, John, with my co-host Reese, of course, the one and only. Hello, hello, hello. How the fuck you doing? It's been Good. a while. It's, it's been, been a so long, long time. I, I honestly didn't think we were going to be able to do, knowing that episode 69 was coming up, I didn't think either one of us was mature enough to do a decent intro, but we don't have the soundboard today, so it's I think probably that a good thing. Helps keep it chill. Otherwise, yeah. who knows what sound effects I would have put when you said episode sixty nine just there? But oh, there'd yeah. been a lot of yeah. It could have been all sorts. So anyway, moving on from that. Yes, it has been a while, and apologies everyone for that. But listen, life is. It's just this is like we've made excuses before about life being busy, but this is the busiest life has ever been. Mm. So I mean, John's a dad. You know, I've it's like, crazy. I'm moving. I had this, twins. Yeah, it's so much has happened. No, not not quite that much. But I, I'm moving. You've been doing holidays and driving tests holidays, and all sorts yep, of stuff. Drivings. So yeah, it's just. But to be know. fair, this has been our first, like, because it's probably been about three or four weeks. Yeah. Since we last like actually recorded, um, and I'd say that was that that's been the longest that we've we've actually, like oh, this year so far, it's been the longest yeah. that we've not recorded. We've actually think, been pretty on top of it this year. I think that you've actually cursed it at the start of this year because you said about how we're going to fly to get to 100 episodes. And I oh, thought, well. I thought there and then, I was like, well, 100, that's that's still going to be a lot to like achieve. Yeah. Um, I was just setting a, a, a goal to have, like, you know, to push us on. Because, like, we're on 69, so we've recorded almost 20 episodes yeah. this year. Yeah, no, we're we're definitely on our way. It's just, I th- yeah, I think we would we would do for a hiccup, but we're back yeah. now. We've got the Top Gun special episode, and thanks to Cami for hopping on board. Yes, to do thank that. you, Cami. And then we've got this episode coming out, and hopefully we'll get another one next week. And you know, it's all good. We're back. We're back. Yeah, all good. Anyway, you want to tell the audience what's been going on in your life? Give me your your synopsis of the last oh, few weeks. Oh wow! So last few weeks, um, so I was in Santa Ponza. So th- let me set the stage, right? Let me set the mm-hmm. stage. So on the lead up to this week, I was in Santa Ponza from the Thursday to the Monday. So on and leading up to it, I was like, yeah, I'm going on holiday. It's going to be class, drinks, uh, beach, sun, tunes, just having a good time. And yeah. then like once I come back, I've got my driving test on the Friday. Like everything could just, fuck. this could either be one of the best weeks or one of the the absolute worst weeks, um, yeah. and nah, it was certainly one of the best weeks of my life so far. There we go. Uh, Santa Ponza was absolutely incredible. Uh, it was you like, made it, lots of lots of new friends there. New Irish friends, yeah. Irish friends, I hear. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you sign them up to the podcast? Are they are they going to listen to this? Oh, I have no idea. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe not. Uh, yeah. 
But aye, so oh shit, what was I saying? Aye, Santa Ponza. It was it was literally like being at home, just with mm-hmm. with just with sunny weather. Because uh, there was a bunch of like Scots. In oh there, well, or? it was it was like just full of Celtic fans. Like everybody was a Celtic. The, the hotel. See when we were at the pool, like mm-hmm. there was just Celtic flags hanging from like so like i'd say a good 10 balconies is this like a, a secret celtic hideout like i, th- is I it think like so. a known thing that fans go to this place yeah to, yeah to... i think i think so uh because well there's there's a lot of irish bars it was literally just irish and scottish people yeah um and which was which was great because there was no fighting there was no there was nothing it was just chilled out uh, like-minded we went people. to yeah we went to the karaoke bar every single night and oh my days see on the last night like the sunday mm-hmm. night we went up to me and craig went up to sing bon jovi mm-hmm. uh living on a prayer and as soon as it started like the first note my voice cracked and i was like oh shit somebody was shouting go home go home. <laughs> i was like oh no uh but we saved it we saved it um but no i absolutely incredible holiday uh I didn't even really How are you with the much. actual... Um, oh, yeah. Well done for not burning much because that's difficult for you. Um, how are you on the... <laughs> McKinley, by the way, still to this day, ever since chatting with you the other day, oh, still yeah, says factor 50 because of the way you said it. She thought it was hilarious, so she just says it <laughs> randomly. Now. She'll be like, oh, she'll, rather than be like past the sunscreen, she'll be like, Reese, past our factor 50. She thinks it's quite funny. <laughs> anyway, um, how are you with the actual flying? Because you're not the best nah. on planes, really, are you? You're okay, not... but you you don't like the little propeller planes or anything. Yeah, um, well, so it wasn't a propeller plane. Like, it was an actual... Okay, so like, we, we were on it for three hours, so it, was, it mm-hmm. wasn't too bad. Uh, and, like, I was... the There was a, a mum and a, like... Was it her daughter or son? I can't remember. Sat next to me. Uh, uh-huh. So, like... She, obviously when we were like getting ready to take off i was like eyes shut just like stiff yeah like, not wanting to do anything and she's like i take it you don't like flying and i'm like nah mm-hmm. and she's like do you just not like the takeoff or are you okay when you get up there and i'm like i don't like any of it mm-hmm. uh but once once we got up and i was like we were cruising i could like relax a bit i asked the guy in front of me for the sudoku out of his paper because uh, I, I was, I That's was the most with... old man thing I've ever heard. Excuse so me, I was... pal. Can I do that Sudoku at your paper? I was up the back, right, and I had nothing to do. Like I didn't prep well. You I didn't, didn't take, take anything. Nah, I didn't take anything. I did not prep at all. You're a uh, So, like, I was sat up the back, and there was like three old people to my right, three old people behind me, one old guy in front of me, and everybody had papers. And I'm like, oh, man, I just want to ask somebody for, like, a Sudoku. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the guy in front of me got up to go to the toilet, and he was, like, standing, waiting to, like, go and mm-hmm. see if he wasn't being, like, obstructed by the yeah. the, the juice cart. Like the yeah, yeah. Look. Um, I wouldn't have been able to ask him because he was, like, standing there for so long, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, come on, John, just, you know, just ask him. Just, just ask for the Sudoku. Just ask for... The one page out of his paper, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Excuse me, pal, can can I get the Sudoku out of your paper?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Aye, but you can only have the the Sudoku because that paper's to do me for the next week." And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, "All right, I, it's a bit strange reading the paper for a full week, but yeah, I, I just want the Sudoku, so thank you." Uh, done the easy one, and I was struggling to finish the the medium one, like the mm-hmm. medium difficulty. Uh, 
Oh, well, well done. I think it's still in my fanny pack somewhere, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think we needed quite as much detail as you just gave on the, the Sudoku adventure, oh, but, but it I was, do appreciate it. Was, it. it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was the best part of the holiday, the Sudoku going over. The Sudoku, <laughs> yeah. After actually, talking about the Irish bars and the Celtic fans and the karaoke uh, bar and getting suntan. On, like, the, yeah, on the Sunday, actually, did you watch the, the last uh, day, the last Premier League? Um, I I watched the highlights and I was sort of keeping an eye on my phone, but I know it was another mental one because of so, Man City. So I was once again, yeah. Like so nothing was decided going into the last day, like the top four, top six. Yeah, nothing. it was like Liverpool needed to win, and so did Man City, right? Uh, and yeah. then who? If Man City won, though, then that was it. It was done. Yeah, yeah. they were one it, point ahead. Yeah, of yeah. It all came down to say, but I was yeah. so rough. Like on the Saturday. We were at the beach from, like, I'd say 10 mm-hmm. till, say, 6. And then we went back to the apartment, got ready, and then went out for, for drinks. Went to the karaoke, but I can't really remember what we'd done that night. Uh, Some singing. Went, yeah, singing. Went to, went to the club. Didn't get back till, like, 6 in the morning. So I was extremely rough on the Sunday. Uh, and we were sat at a pub called, I think it was McTavish's. Uh, watching the the Liverpool game, mm-hmm. and like I started hitting a bad way, I was like, I need to go and get food. So I went, and got grabbed the McDonald's, had Standard. a couple, of, yeah, had a couple of chips, started feeling a little bit spewy, had one bite of the burger, and I was like, huh! straight to the mm-hmm. toilet. Uh, and then do you know that way, like when I came back, I was just, I really need a cold shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went for a, like I went back to the apartment, checked my phone, it was. Liverpool were winning 2-1. Uh, City yep. were getting beat 2-0. Yeah. By the time I got out of the shower, City were winning 3-2. Mm-hmm. I was like, the f- like, what did I miss? I went yeah. for a shower for five minutes and it all fucking changed. So I remember when they did that against Queen's Park. We were at boarding school and it was yes, like the final oh, day was, of the thing. I remember that. That being that crazy bonkers. and thinking that like you'd never see... A final day like this ever again yeah and the build up to this that it was man city again they had the last game to win it all sort of thing and then coming back from a two nothing down you're like oh damn they did it again what like, makes it worse is stevie g is the manager for aston villa yeah so yeah, he has I, now yeah. slept twice mm-hmm. against like, for, to win liverpool league uh, yeah fuck him well not fuck respect to the guy but Fuck him. Because he went to Rangers, you're now yeah. like, that's it, he's dead. He's dead yeah, to us. He's, he's rubbish. Don't like him anymore. All right. Anyway, uh, the next part anyway. of news you had was to do your driver's test, right? Driving test, yeah. So when I came driving back... Driving test. Broom, broom. I was really... Like, I was... So on the Monday, because I was, like, so rough and, like, flying back, like, I was dead nervous. Like, uh, every mm-hmm. time I thought about the driving test, I, like, started getting that, like, you know, sicky feeling in your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like whenever when I when I kept thinking about it, I just tried to be like, no, nah, I'll be sound. Like I can drive. I've been driving my car mm-hmm. back and forward to work with my dad in the car, obviously. Yep. Um, is your dad so just, good to drive with, or is he a typical dad to drive with? Oh no, like my dad was so chill to drive with. Like yep. as soon as I as soon as I started driving, I had a couple of nightmare moments. Um, but as soon as I started driving with him. And realised that I could drive myself without having my instructor fiddle with the pedals. Yeah. Uh, like it just felt so. Like it, yeah, it just felt so easy. 
Like I just knew how to drive. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so that gave me a lot of confidence going into like my tests and stuff because yeah. I knew I could drive. It was just about keeping composed and the main thing I was worried about was my uh, my manoeuvres. Yeah. I was kind of. Did you have a favourite one that you wanted? Uh, yeah, my the parallel park. Yeah. And that and that's what I got. So. Oh, there you go. Like I was happy with that. Uh, but what made like so my driving instructor had a camera on his car, mm-hmm. so it was like using the camera. But then now, like whenever I park my car, I try and reverse park, uh, just to keep on getting oh, used to. Oh, sorry. He had he had a camera as in like a rear camera to help with parking and stuff. Yeah, to help with parking. Right. So then when I started driving my car, mm-hmm. like that's what I tried not to use the camera. Yeah. And he would be like that. Just use the camera. Like it's a lot easier. And I'm like, well. I'm not gonna have it in my car when, mm-hmm. but uh, great instructor. Like he 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 done really good to like just get me the the first time pass. So happy with that. But like the guy, the old guy. I think me and you discussed this. Like we had the same, yeah, the potentially same the guy. same old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you found your pass certificate, we'd we'd probably compare signatures um, and see if it was the same dude. I actually, funnily enough, I looked this up the other day because I was sorting out car insurance here in Canada and I needed to know the date that I passed my driver's test. So I did find uh, a thing the other day, but as to as to what it, I don't Do remember it. seeing the name of the driving yeah. instructor on it. Um, I knew it was the old guy. That's if it was, the, there was only one old guy, and if it was the same guy, if he was, if if he was working there when you'd done your did test. you have to go through the rat block uh you i can't actually remember because i no, i, I think, think i went i think i remind him saying something about the rat block when we were driving through there so i just wondered if he mentioned the same thing when we're talking nah. like years apart here like yeah. mine was a good while ago but i'm assuming it's the same guy i don't i don't think i did i actually oh, can't well, remember my, doesn't matter my route, doesn't matter but it doesn't matter uh, so as soon as like you obviously you go into the little room and you wait yeah. for your instructors uh, your examiners to come out mm-hmm. and I seen that the old guy and like I was introduced myself and uh, he took me outside and he was like right before we get in the car like I need you to read that license plate over there yeah yeah <laughs> I start I started reading it and I swear I got the last two letters wrong like because mm-hmm. they were it was either a H or an M or a V and an N or whatever. And he was like, all right, perfect, you're great, you can see. And I'm like, right, okay, sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was just so chilled and calm, and I think that it made it so much easier to just drive, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then when it came to... So I think I'd done my, I'd done my parallel park first, and I nailed that, absolutely. Like, yeah. that was fine. Uh, and then it came to my hill start. He said, pull up on the left-hand side just here. Uh, and it was a place that I'd never done the hill start before. Because I was doing a route because there was um, traffic lights, like temporary traffic lights set up, it made my route go a different way. So I'd done right. my hill start somewhere that I hadn't done it before, uh, mm-hmm. and it looked like it was like just a tiny little slope. And I'm like, all right, this is gonna be easy. And I think mm-hmm. I've just tried to take off a little bit too quick, and I stalled it. But handbrake was straight on, and he was just like that. Don't worry, John. Like I know it's, I know it's pressure having somebody watch you so just take your time and yep. take it just go go when you're ready and i'm like oh man like this this is just so chill but i thought i'd actually failed like because he was hardly touching any of the like because it was obviously all an ipad mm-hmm. uh and he just wasn't touching the screen or shit and i was like have i failed right at the start and 
<laughs> I just have no idea. Uh, but nah, as soon as, as soon as we got back to the test centre, he was like, well, I'm happy to say that uh, you've passed. And I was like, I could, I actually could have cuddled the man, eh? Like, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was that much of a gentle soul. Uh, <laughs> That's good. I was like, can I shake your hand? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. And he was like, thanks for having the courtesy to, to wear a mask. Because mm-hmm. obviously, like, you don't have to wear masks yep. now. Uh, but my instructor said, wear a mask, because they like it if you wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, sure enough, he said, thanks for wearing it. So, yeah. Thank you to to you if you ever listen to this, yeah. Jim. Thanks for pass. Thanks Old for man, passing Jim. me. Because funnily enough, Paul thinks he has the same. He had the same guy. Yeah, Aye, I think he was talking went, about fishing. Yeah. So I my driving instructor, obviously, like he uh, knew all the different instructors, and he said the one if you get an old guy, just start talking about fishing. So, oh, no, so that's yeah, yeah, was you. I was, was like, so I that. remember how I got him to talk about fishing too. I was like, I was like, it was a nice sunny day, my driving test, uh-huh. and I was like, I was like, so, uh, what, uh, what would you be doing on a day like today if you weren't working? And he's like, oh, I'd probably be down fishing. the lake fishing. I'm just like, oh, fishing. fishing? No way. What kind of fishing do you do? And then we just fucking the rest of the that was thing, it. The rest was history. Fishing. Yeah. So, yeah. Funny. Fish, fishing was the way in for you then apparently well that's what my driving instructor said he said if you get the old guy find a way to bring up fishing and i was like you okay took the bait yeah oh nice <laughs> nice if i had the soundboard i'd give you a round of applause for that one that's Woo! good well done i was on the fly there yeah so now you're officially got four wheels you can drive i know you're free it is it is unbelievable i can't believe I, I didn't do it before because like i've just been able to drive to work like getting up in the morning not relying on someone to mm-hmm. have to just that freedom like i've started yeah. up, i was playing touch rugby uh yesterday mm-hmm. i went to the gym beforehand because that's another thing i've stopped smoking uh so i just need to always be doing something like it's yeah it's, it is hard but like as soon as i get home i'm just like i'm either out for a run or i'm going to the gym mm-hmm. uh so yesterday i just went straight to the gym and then i was playing touch from seven to half eight and oh i was i was fucked mm-hmm. but it was good fun like it was it Jav, felt like how, i was back how, at school how do you how you organize in touch like who's who's running that so it's with the the, the grangemouth club that i play with oh okay gotcha. uh because I, I messaged the captain saying like i've passed my test and because that was a big thing that like i was going to to rugby but just having to like there was a boy that was giving me a run in and mm-hmm. if he wasn't going in, then I could I would have to either get yeah. two buses, like it just it was like a lot of hassle. Yeah. Uh, so I text Tommy and I was like, listen, I've passed my test. I'm looking to commit to preseason and then hopefully mm-hmm. into the season. Because uh, I'm also doing that's another thing. I'm doing my Munros now. Yeah. I'm 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 trying to check off all of them. Done four last. Yeah. It looks like you're doing really good. Sorry, I yawned there. Didn't mean to. No, no, um, sorry. But yeah, no, it looked like from the photos and whatnot that you, you did a whole bunch in one day or something. It looked kind oh, of crazy. Oh, yeah, it was... So it was me and Connor from work. Uh, he's he's my boy. He's he's my dad. He's he's my like my man, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he took me up the hills. If it wasn't for him, I'd have been lost. Because like, <laughs> on, on the way back, I, like, after we climbed, I think it was of Turek or something. Pardon the pronunciation, because... Yeah. So we, we climbed Tolmont, uh, and then we climbed from Tolmont, we went to Tom Buge, and then from Tom... So we were only planning on doing two, and then we were sat up the top of the second one, 
And I, like, I, I was like, are we walking just back that way? Mm. He was like, aye. And I was like, well, because there was a bit at the top. There was a, So there was a lassie that, uh, from Aberdeen that was like just behind us on the climb coming up the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she overtook us on the straight and then we overtook her on the climb. And then when we got to the second one, she was like, is this your, like, how many have you done? And I'm like, this is actually my first two. And she was like, oh, well, you'd be as well as doing the next three and four on your way back down. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I was just like, oh, well, fuck it, yeah, why not? Uh, and I so ended up doing uh, Carn of Clace and then Cairn of Turek or Carn of Turek on the way back down. Mm-hmm. So all in all, it was like 30 kilometers. My feet were fucked. Yeah. Connor was running down. Like when we got to like a solid path on the way back down to the lot, yeah. Uh, Connor was running down it, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have to run down this," just so he wasn't like waiting too long. Yeah. Uh. Bye. So I started like hobbling down this hill. My feet <laughs> were. Oh my god. See the last six kilometers, like walking back to the car. Yeah. I've never felt pain like it. Oh, honest to god. What shoes f- were you wearing? Oh, I was wearing walking boots, like. Mm. Uh, I didn't have two pairs of socks and my feet were soaking wet uh, so that's so I'm going up the hills on Sunday with Connor and uh, his dad uh, Big John you need spare socks alright so I've got I bought waterproof I've spent I've spent a good bit of money on my walking gear I bought a new jacket today I bought a new fleece mm-hmm. new walking shoes waterproof socks uh, base layer socks like I'm ready to rock and roll I'm breaking, pro- I'm, breaking I'm, your boots don't don't Try and break them on the first walk. I'll be walking about all day with them on tomorrow. I'm Honestly, the, be- the the best way that I've ever found to break in any pair of shoes is to wear them just in your house, just walking with about. without any socks or anything on. All right, okay. Essentially, you sweat your feet into them the first little while, just wearing them, watching TV or whatever, just with no socks on. Your feet sort of like warm them up and kind of mold them a bit. Yeah, that's what I've found anyway, but. I'll maybe do that. Because, yeah, I'll need to break them in before climbing this. Because we're doing two on Sunday. We're doing Meyer and Dries. Right. Hopefully the weather holds out, like, because it's to be lightning storms tomorrow. It's going to be boggy. It's going to be boggy. Uh, but aye, so for anybody that doesn't know, Munro's is like a it's a hill that's over 900 metres, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's 282 of them in Scotland. So... Mm-hmm. I've currently done four, and I'm going to obviously try and work my way up to the rest of them over the next couple of years, or a few years. It'll take a while. It'll take you a number of years, I think. Oh, yeah. It'll take me a good few years. That's Um, not me doubting you either. It's just it's a lot of of hills. Oh, yeah. Even if you did one a day, it would still... You said 900 and whatever? No, no, 282. Oh, 282. Okay, so yeah. But a lot of them are... like So there's 12 on Dialer Sky. So that's you having to take a long weekend to go out and do all of them. Do all of them. There's ones that you're proper rock climbing, so you have to take like harnesses and ropes, mm-hmm. and like you're actually climbing the. You should have thing. a uh, a wee scrapbook or something to sign them off and well, put a photo so on and all that. There's a there's an app on uh, not an app. There's a website called Walk Highlands, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll I'll show you my little map. I'll send you a screenshot because mm-hmm. on it's, so it's a map of Scotland and all the Munros are red dots, right? Um, and once you complete it, you can change it to a blue dot. Ah, uh, I gotcha. But I've got so Stacy got me a like a scrapbook journal thing for my my birthday. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, and I've been wanting to find something to use it for, and this could be a good way. So I could like actually yeah, that's a good one. That's what I would do. In the dates that I've done them, I'll put the names that I've done, and then maybe yeah. print out the pictures. Who you are with as well. Them. That's a good yeah. one because you forget that kind of shit. Yeah, that's what I was saying to Connor. Like, there's that many of them that you will forget some of the walks. Yeah, so absolutely. If you were to journal them down, you'd or note them down at least. You forget them and you'll like mix them up in your head and oh, I did yeah. this one, but it was actually that one, and I did that with so and so on this day. And it's just yeah, write write it down. It's the best thing yeah. to do. And I'm gonna get a do. photo. I'm gonna get a photo at the top of like everyone. Like, yeah, gotta standing. do that. Gotta do that. Yeah. Nice. Proper oh well, well done, well done you. Yeah. You're, you're doing all good, all I good things. Been. I'm busy. I've been busy. What about yourself? Well, you've actually been very busy. Yeah, yeah. Like the life. Life's hit you hard. Yeah, the start of the uh, the big change. I think most people in the podcast. I think I'm sure I spoke about it before, but yeah, the the whole moving process is now under. Well, it's happened really. At least the first half has happened. So now officially out of Toronto. Um. So yeah, end of last month, we sort of packed that all up, which is a little bit sad and a bit emotional and whatnot, because sort of Toronto has kind of become my sort of home. I've, I've, well, it feels like home to me now. Like a so. ho- home away from home. Yeah, it's kind of strange because I just I just feel like, I don't know, I feel possessive of it. Yeah. Like, it's probably not healthy, but like, no one I know has really been to Toronto or and all of our like close friends even in toronto they live out just and they live in the gta like mckinley and me mckinley and i sorry were the only ones who live downtown toronto in, the only ones the so it felt like i felt like it was my like city this is like my territory yeah. this is where i'm at sort of thing which is obviously stupid but it's just i don't know it's just a personal thing that i just like i i knew this was the coolest place i'd ever lived uh-huh. and where i'm moving to I really love it, but it's just it's just different from Toronto, right? It's yeah, not, it's different not the same vibe. sort of it's completely different, right? It's not a big city. Um so yeah, so I was pretty sad just to think, oh, like my, my city life I guess is is now officially over. Um and going on to something else. And I don't know what the future's gonna hold. Like I know for sure we're gonna be in Halifax for three years at least while Mc- mm-hmm. McKinley finishes up and does law school. But then I don't know what happens after that, whether we come back here or go somewhere else or or stay there, or it's really dependent on where making the ends up getting a job. And I know yeah. she's, you know, pretty much ninety nine percent on going back to Toronto and finding a job there. But you never know what happens and all this sort of stuff. Um. So yeah, sort of just packing everything up was just sort of a bit emotional and and all that, and quite mentally draining the week of. Um, yeah. But then come actual day where so we booked these like crates essentially that got dumped outside our apartment. We then filled up. We only ended up using one of them. We stuffed all our stuff into one crate. That crate then gets locked up and taken away by this company, and then it gets delivered to our new apartment out in Halifax, um, which is quite a feat, really, because Halifax, again, I don't think anyone from the UK truly understands how big Canada is, but essentially it's like, I don't know what the distance is, but it's essentially like if you moved from like Edinburgh, Scotland to like Paris, France, or maybe even further away. Like it's not... It's not close. Um, okay, unfortunately, um, my recording there just sort of cut out a bit. Anyway, I believe we were talking about... Well, we kept talking for a little while, but we were talking about the distances. Anyway, from Edinburgh, roughly the distance from Toronto to Halifax is pretty much the distance from Edinburgh to the middle of Germany, if you were to drive. Mm-hmm. So to put it in scale, like Canada's fucking massive is all, is all I'm really trying to say. Um, 
So yeah, so we're paying for this crate, we've put all our stuff into that, they then ship it out there, get it all sorted, deliver it to our doorstep, means that we don't have to worry about taking it out there and all of that stuff, yada yada yada. So um so yeah, so the move, just in general, just to sum it up, it's it's been a little bit emotional and then on top of everything else with just work and this golf product coming out and getting that all sorted, it's just sort of there's been limited to no free time. Um but the good news is is that yeah, that we're sort of you know, we got stuff to look forward to now going on in Halifax. Like, we got invited to my cousin's birthday. That's going to be happening um, a few days after we move there. So That'll be good to see them. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just there's just little things that are starting to sort of make th- it, it sort of feel a little bit more set in stone, I guess. Because yeah. it also doesn't quite feel real, I don't think, at the minute. But what, knowing what that we've got... There, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, we've got to drive out there too, so that's going to take a little while. Um, How long is the drive from Sarnia? So from Sarnia, from what we looked at, it's going to be like 20, 21 hours, I think. 20 to 21 hours. I'm guessing you're going to like stop overnight or something. Yeah, so because we're taking the dog out too, we're going to actually do it in three-day drive, two stops at night. So we're going to do like pretty much eight hours a day, I think we worked it out, or probably the last day will be whatever. But if we do eight hours driving the first day, eight hours the second day, that's 16 hours, then like four or five hours sort of drive left in. Because we want to arrive on the day that our Move. crate arrives yeah. and that we get the keys and all that. We're trying to plan it all on the one same day. So that day we probably want to be arriving before lunch. So yeah, if we do like eight, nine hour days, the first two, and then just sort of get into halifax and get sorted from there oh wait but, um, what, yeah. what car are you taking yeah so we've got uh mckinley's um nana has been absolutely amazing and is giving us her old car and uh, we're giving mckinley the car sorry for getting into law school Legend. Um, and it is a kia soul so kia soul 2013 in bright red so for uk listeners if you've ever seen postman pat's van (laughs) imagine that but an suv so there's like it's got back windows and doors and stuff it's just the the flat end the back end is just a flat straight cut off sort of thing it's um mckinley and i have nicknamed it the shit box like we don't think it actually looks like postman pat's van it does postman pat's van (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. So it's it's not a looker by any means, but for having a dog and for, for practicality, you know, practicality and a free car, you will never ever You'll complain. Take what you get. Yeah. It's super nice that you know that um, Audrey's giving us this. So yeah, literally not not a complaint at all. Just funny because we think it's the shit box and my cousins are already starting to take the piss, being like, "Well, you're not parking that on my driveway. <laughs> like you, you have to park around the corner." Like. Because they've got like quite sporty cars, yeah, and yeah. they're gonna rock got, up with this. Yeah, we're gonna rock up with the Postman Pat's van. So beautiful. So yeah, but it's you know it's it's whatever. I honestly was thinking about this the other day actually about sort of if I were to buy a car, mm-hmm. I genuinely think the first car I'm ever gonna actually spend money on and buy will be an electric car. Do you reckon? I don't. I I I think so. I just see. I don't know how it is. Would in the you UK go with Tesla? Minute, or? Probably. Oh, I mean, fuel in the UK right now is. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, here it's, it's scandalous. Gone. Now that here I'm a driver, it's over, it's over two dollars. Like two dollars fifteen cents now, well, and it was never over two dollars before. So you'll remember so. the prices when we were like at school. You're talking just over 90, one pound. Yeah, I maybe, remember. Maybe, I remember yeah. it breaking the pound. I remember Same. breaking a pound. I think yeah, we would have been like deal. we would have been younger though. We would have been like what first year or something. 
Yeah, but I just uh, remember it seeing it around. I remember seeing a lot of ninety six to ninety nine, uh, and then being like, "Oh, I wonder if it'll ever." And then remembering roughly that it, it, when it broke the pound, it was a big deal. Well, now it's one. I think it's like one eight two, so it's mm. a pound eighty two for a for a liter or a gallon. I don't know how it works. Yeah. I just fuel That's... up and pay it and fucking take it on the chin. But mm-hmm. France. So I don't know. I don't know if this is true or whatnot. But I seen it on Facebook, right? And Facebook's pretty reliable i'd say facebook knows what's what's maybe, up maybe maybe not um and so the french government tried to to put the the the, the fuel prices up mm-hmm. and the french uh the french civilians just you know the the lorry drivers blocked off the motorways it was like that ah, fuck strike. you yeah just if, the if french it, love to go on strike that's not but the thing me is taking the piss it's just a it's no, a known they fact do. they do right but see the next again day the price was down Mm-hmm. They dropped the price because they knew that they wouldn't. If 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 over here, if eighteen wheelers just blocked off every single motorway, didn't mm-hmm. let anybody get by, the government would have to bring the price down because people wouldn't be able to get to work. Mm-hmm. So they they would have to just blow the price, and it's the government that do it. They they just fucking the. They, 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 the money grabbing bastards, right? Where I swear, John's, John's so cl- it's it's honestly I'm a, a miracle we've theorist. never done a conspiracy episode. I know, but I I know that deep down, or in, a, in an alternative universe, John ha- is like the host of a conspiracy YouTube channel. I just sit by podcast, myself, Reddit page, in the dark with a mask on, talking about like, conspiracy birds aren't theories. real. Well, that, that's <laughs> the thing. They're talking about UFOs, stuff. right, and aliens mm-hmm. being real. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Why is nobody talking about the aliens? Don't know, John. I, honestly, they're, they're what real. I would what I would do with you, John, on an episode for the pineapple theory, I wouldn't do conspiracies, but I would do like horror stories or ghost stories, stuff like that. I think that Ooh. that could be a fun Halloween you know, sort of you know thing. You know who I'd like to listen Deep to dive tell Reddit. me ghost stories? Who? Mick. I think she's got the voice for it. She does. Well, there was one time she did do a little ghost story. I read it thing, if you remember, way back when. She wrote about, like, uh, oh, no, she was reading on Reddit. Oh, wait. She did a little ghost story intro. And I put on some scary music and stuff. Yeah. That's definitely on a podcast episode that we've done before. But it was just a little sort of side thing. But, yeah, I think with McKinley, McKinley would love to do that. So I'm sure we could do, like, a a scary podcast I wouldn't even speak. I would just listen. Yeah. I'd be like that, sitting shivering, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Well, no. The idea would be that we all bring like a couple stories, and then we like trade them and and talk about. Oh, I would just, I would just start laughing. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, let's get on with some actual movie sort of yes. podcast stuff, right? So, I believe the main thing that we've both seen that we're going to be talking about today is Stranger Things oh, season four. Yes. Okay. Oh, but before yes. we get into that, I'm just going to go through the movies that I have seen so far this year. And John, you're going to quickly say yes or no as to whether you've seen it. I'm probably um, going to say no to the majority. I, I know you're probably going to say no, but then all the ones you say no to, I'm going to give a, bl- a very brief sort of I don't mind my thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then um, we can then crack on with the ones that we have seen and Stranger Things. Okay. Sounds so good. first one up, because... Fa- Again, apologies, everyone. We've missed a bunch, so this is sort of just going to be the collecting of everything episode as to what yeah. we've seen. 
and then going forward we did a dedicated one to top gun obviously um but then going forward we'll be back on schedule with the latest news and reviews as and when movies are coming out yeah because i think the next big marvel one's going to be the thor ragnar uh, thor love and thunder love, love and thunder which yeah. is going to be one that we both are oh, going to see yes. we'll then have a review on anyway okay so have you seen fantastic beasts the secrets of dumbledore no Okay, very quickly, honestly, not that big of a fan. The movie, this is going to be spoilers, kind of. The movie, nothing really happens, and I personally don't recommend going to see it in cinema. You can definitely wait until this comes out on DVD. Yeah. Uh, I, we did go and see it in cinema, and both me, McKinley, and also good friends of the show, Shanika and Mahmood, they both said the same thing. It's a slightly disappointing movie, and not quite enough is happening, so a little sad. Anyway, this next one is not on in the cinema i don't think it's just sort of out on disney plus but have you seen turning red it's about uh, the yeah that's red about panda. the yeah I've, I've seen bits of it okay Seems so interesting that whole movie is it's an animated movie but it's yeah. based in and around toronto and they talk about toronto and they go to like the blue jays stadium the rogers stadium and stuff so i quite like this movie a lot and especially seeing all the little places in like it's in chinatown toronto it's where it's based and seeing all the places that I walk you the go, dog in yeah. and stuff, and like I visit. It was actually pretty cool. So, and the the story and everything was pretty great. So, turning Paul, red, Disney's Paul's Panda, kid like that one. Yeah, We've I watched that definitely. A couple of times. I, I I thought it was really good. There were some things where some people were trying to get the movie banned because they think it's uh, a cover and it's sort of too similar to satanic cult rituals. Essentially, the uh, the family is is the family in this movie have a tradition where the women turn into giant red pandas if they can't control their emotions, essentially when they go through puberty, right? Uh-huh. And then the way that they contain it is that they seal their panda spirit into like a necklace or a charm or something like that, and then it's it stops them shape-shifting. Turning, yeah. um, and apparently that whole scene of them containing the panda or whatever is a bit too satanic, so some countries are like really upset and are banning the movie. Wow. Very strange. Okay. Next one People up, the Adam. Yeah, they do. the The Adam Project. This is Ryan Reynolds. Um, I was about to like, so I was going to start watching this. Looked you, at a review, and uh-huh. the review looked like the IMBD gave like a fucking four point five out of ten, and Rotten Tomatoes. Considering, gave it- so this is I. It's not really related to the movie at all, but considering how much you love Ready Player One, this to me has a very similar sort of feel to it. Because like, it's. He goes back in time and finds his younger self, right? To I don't save... want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it because I want you to watch this one. I think okay. you would generally really enjoy it. Right, because I, um, I, did, I did start watching it and then I turned yeah. it off. No, give it give it a good go because okay. I, I think you'd like it. I didn't mind it. Like I definitely enjoyed it. The kid that is in this movie is phenomenal. Like Playing a young Ryan Reynolds like nails it. Like okay. Really nails it. Right, I'll, I'll go um, and watch. But yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, so yeah. Okay, the Batman, the new Batman movie. I've still not seen it. (laughs) Okay, this movie is phenomenal. And I know I've spoken about it, I think, in a previous episode. Yeah. Um, I think I I, I went through it. But absolutely phenomenal. Probably my favorite Batman movie, aside from The Dark Knight. Um, But definitely my favorite Batman, like, easily. Favorite Batman since Christian Bale. Yeah, and I would say even, like, I prefer Robert, Robert, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Over um, Christian I, Bale's? Yeah, definitely. No way. No, I do. Um, Christian Bale's Batman, I really... I like the movie, and I love The Dark Knight, obviously, for everything that's in it. But the actual just 
Batman versus Batman, like which one I prefer. I prefer Robert Pattinson's because okay. he's the detective and he's darker and he's more. He's more of a Batman. And, yeah, way more of a Batman. Um, but in saying that, I prefer Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like Bruce Wayne His is nailed, I think, by Christian Bale. Sort of that sort of playboy millionaire sort of style. I like that. But uh, the actual Batman, I prefer Robert Pattinson's. Okay. okay, so yeah, rate that movie. Probably so far of all the ones I've read, definitely the best one. Next one, Death on the Nile. I think we briefly covered this. Um, really good murder mystery movie, follow-up from Murder on the or- in Orient Express. Um, if you like Knives Out, it's kind of... It's similar sort of style. It's nowhere near as good as Knives Out, but definitely From worth a watch. Mystery. Yeah, you wouldn't need to see it in cinema, though. Um, Jackass Forever, unbelievably good. I don't know if you've seen it yet. No, so they've brought out uh, on Netflix Jackass 4.5. Like, 4.5. But yeah. I thought it was going to be the film, but it's not. It's a documentary no. of the stunts. Yeah. yeah, so Jackass Forever is the movie, and then Jackass 4.5 is a couple extra stunts that you don't see in the movie, and oh. then talking about sort of how the team came together and how they filmed a bunch of the stuff. Um, Jackass 4.5 on Netflix is really fun, but it's only fun, I think, if you've seen the movie. So yeah. And the movie is phenomenal, like really good, it, but it's a Jackass movie, so if you don't like Jackass, you're not going to like this. Um, okay, Last one, top. Well, I mean, Top Gun Maverick, but we already spoke about that in a different one, which you've not seen yet, right? I've still not seen it. That's the. I need someone you, to if, go to the if cinema. If you had to drop everything, I need I'm a telling buddy. you, this is the best action. Top Gun Maverick is the best action movie. For me, it's the of best action time. movie I've ever seen in a cinema. But time. to make it comparable for you, I'd say this is going to be the best action movie you've seen since uh, Endgame, easily. Ooh. Ooh. Like, Endgame is probably going to be most people's, like, Marvel's yeah. Endgame, Avengers Endgame, is going to be most people's best action movie of all time ever. In, oh, I in, like, know. Our Private Ryan's up there. No, I mean that you've gone to see in cinema oh, in that's cinema. a new film, right, okay? okay. okay I'm yeah, telling yeah. you now, Top Gun is going to be as close to that in a non-fantastical sort of, like, Way. superhero world. Yeah. It's going to, like, blow your freaking mind. So it's my mom so and dad, good. they went and seen it, and my dad said that it was better than the first. Yeah, yeah, I I fully accept that, and I'm happy for people to say that because it, as a movie, it is better than the first one. Hold Easy. on, how is the soundtrack? Soundtrack is unreal. Okay, very okay. good, very very good. They've got Lady Gaga, Hans Zimmer, One Republic. Like, Ooh. they've it's really good. They've went all. Um, so trust me, John. This is you have to see it in cinema too because of how good it looks and how good it sounds. Okay, I'll, um, I'll, I'll get I'll get on that. Okay, last one then. Just Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Have you seen I've this? St- yet? No, I still need to see that. I, I've okay. been sleeping. John has been sleeping. So I, I ain't be watching. Films. I messaged. Um, I figured that you hadn't seen it, so I messaged um, good friend of the show and good friend of you, Joel. Yes. Round of applause for Joel. I don't have my soundboard, but Joel, Ooh. just know. I, I, if I could, I would, but I, I can't right now. Okay, so let me just quickly bring up Joel's message because Joel said everything that I would have said about this movie. So I want to read his because he's much more articulate than I am. Okay. So here we go. Okay, so. Sorry. Loading, 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 loading. This is terrible. I should have had this loaded up beforehand. I know, right? It's my bad. 
Oh, crap. Okay, I know why. He messaged me on my private account, not the... Oh, yeah, silly cookie. Not the, not the official Instagram. Which, by the way, quick plug, at pineapple theory underscore podcast. I think we're on there 90. Let me double check that. We're on 91. We're 9 away from 100. Okay, here we go. So this is what Joel said about Doctor Strange. He said that he liked it, thought the hype was better than the actual film, loved the horror vibe to it. This is going to be spoilers. Something a bit different from Marvel, which is always refreshing. He loved the Illuminati reveal as well, which was good fan service. Um, Wasn't crazy about uh, the character American Chavez. Uh, I can never pronounce it, but America is her name. Um, Found her a little bit annoying and didn't like how she was suddenly able to just grasp her really complex power in the last battle scene. Um... Also didn't like Wanda's sudden sort of like changing character, which I won't spoil too, too much. But yeah, she definitely has a, a quick shift in a different direction. Um, so yeah, he gave it a 7.5 out of 10. And I honestly said everything that he just said, I would totally agree with. I loved the change in direction for this movie. It's very much a horror movie, like as close to a horror movie as you're going to get. Yeah, like a, a kind of thriller thing. type thing. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed that. I thought that was great. Um, but... It just, each character, the actual main characters, both Doctor Strange, this uh, new character, America, and uh, Wanda, they just don't seem like themselves ever. Like, their their powers, their their reasoning, their methods, their, their whole reason for the whole everything just doesn't quite make sense, which is a bit annoying. Um, and it's just sort of bleh. So, I guess that's, it's like, see, since I spoke to Paul about this, and see, since Endgame, it has been incredibly difficult to watch anything to do with Marvel. I like Hawkeye. Hawkeye yeah. was brilliant. Um, and so and Spider-Man was obviously really good, this but that is, was because of Spider-Man. This is the point. I'm glad you said this, because this is a point that I was getting to. The only thing since like Marvel's Endgame that I've genuinely sort of really enjoyed was the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And then... Of the TV series, I haven't enjoyed any of them really thinking about it. Even Hawkeye now. Like both Hawk I'd say the best one was Moon Knight. Moon Knight was the best one for me. Moon Knight was the best one. And then Hawkeye. And then the Captain America one I didn't even I watched two episodes of it and was like meh. The low key one I watched and thought that was decent because it was different. But all of these TV series that I'm saying right now are kind of good. Even Moon Knight. I'm never gonna watch again. Like I'm not gonna go back. Yeah, you're and not gonna go it. and like binge and it again. The exact same with all the movies since Endgame, apart from this Spider-Man movie. I just don't care. I really don't, don't care. care. Like I went to see the Doctor Strange movie because of this podcast, but I didn't care for it. I don't care for it now, and I'm not. I'm never gonna rewatch it. Yeah. And I'm genuinely. I think that this is more common than people are actually talking about. That Marvel just is so flat right now because they of like, took, Endgame. Like, when Endgame happened, they should have just left it, like, yeah. done. Like, really done. And let it be a few years, give it a rest, and they so had, that's it. They had to so, leave it for three. Three years So this is this is what I'm saying, okay? And I might go back on this because we have the podcast or whatever. Like, Moon Knight, I was not going to watch, but then Joel and you said it was really good and to give it a watch, so I did for the sake of the podcast. Glad I did. It definitely was worth a watch, but again, never going to rewatch it. So here's what I'm saying. Guardians of the Galaxy has always been my favorite thing about Marvel ever since that came out. Like, thought it was unbelievable, so good. Yeah. So, Thor, Love and Thunder, I'm going to go to the cinema and I'm going to watch it. 
But then I'm fairly certain once that movie's done, I'm I'm boycotting Marvel. Like I think I'm done. You finished with it. I think I'm done. I think once I see Thor: Love and Thunder, I'll report back on that, and then everything else, I'm not gonna spend another dime going to the cinema to watch it anyway. Like Apart from if the I have films. Even then, I'm done. Like that last one was fine. No, like, no, but like, but like the cartoon okay. Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse, that's yeah. a separate thing. I don't even count that as Marvel. That is just its own unique godness. Like yeah. I will watch every single thing that that animation studio makes because they did such a good job on Into the Spider-Verse. But genuine like Marvel content and whatnot, I'm going to watch this Thor Love, Love and Thunder, and then I'm done. And then I'll, I'll watch it when it comes out on Netflix and I've got a spare moment. But even in saying that, right, I've, I say that, but I haven't even seen Eternals yet. And Eternals is different, and all Eter- I wanted from Marvel was something different, and now it's on Netflix or Disney but, Plus or whatever, and I still haven't watched it, just because I can't again, get myself the motivation to watch Marvel shit right now. With Eternals, it is different, and it is somewhat good, but it, it's just, like, it's it's just, it's, uh, it's not the same. They've- is it just, like, does it feel, is, here's here's my summary of the Eternals without ever watching it, right? Is it's going to feel like, you know, as a kid, right? When someone would have a toy and yeah. you would love that toy. So let's just use uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles action figure, right? Yeah. So you see your friend playing with a really cool Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like toy from Hasbro, okay? Uh-huh. And then you go to Poundland and you see a turtle action figure that's, you know, it's not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it's a turtle and it's an action figure. So you get that one. Uh-huh. And then you go to play with your friends and you're like, hey, look, I've got this toy. And they're like, oh, where'd you get that? And you'd be like, oh, I got it in Poundland. And they'd be like, oh, so it's not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. That's how I imagine the Eternals feels to watch. Is It's just, it's, it's superhero movie, but it's not, it's it's, not that's, the superhero movie You actually that I want. probably couldn't have nailed it anymore. Is that, is that the kind of thing like that I'm it's thinking? Not, it's, it's, obviously it's Marvel. It's a superhero film. Mm-hmm. But it's just not like the Avenger. It just doesn't have the same yeah. feel. Yeah. Um, it's very X-Men esque. Oh, okay. Like really outskirt sort of stuff. Yeah. Like it's Okay. Like superpowers and shit. Like more So upcoming of... Marvel stuff, the only other thing I can think of that trailer dropped recently was the She Hulk T V series that's gonna be coming out. Again. It'll... Now, the Hulk is always has always been my favorite Marvel character. I've always been obsessed with the Hulk. I I read the comic books, the original comic books, the the new ones, Planet Hulk, World War Hulk, all the sort of stuff. And I cannot give a shit about this idea of this TV show about She-Hulk. And that's, that's not, it's not a sexist thing. I swear to God. Because I in the comic book, She-Hulk is featured a lot. And I, I love her too. Like the whole Hulk family I'm, I'm all about. But even if this was just a Hulk TV show, like I, I don't care. I'm just yeah. done. I feel flat. I feel done with Marvel. We need and a break I've, from it. I, I really do. I need to like just just let it go. Like yeah. the, maybe the... I'll do March Madnesses of Marvel if if we're out of other ideas, but I th- I think I'm genuinely done. I'm afraid, so I'm just gonna and Doctor Strange. I think is the definite final nail in the coffin because it finished you off. That had the potential to be something well, extraordinary. It's because it's so different that, and that's all I said I wanted. The same with Moon Knight. The same with um, uh, Loki. Like I wanted something different from Marvel. And these movies have been different, but 
they're still so clearly Marvel. Like they they still feel they still have the same tacky sort of cheaper comedy lines and you know big act like action that's unrealistic and all this sort of stuff. So I just I just yeah just just a bit dumb with it. Anyway, let's be done with Marvel. Let's let's be done with Marvel. Move Next on. thing we're gonna move on to. I'm gonna mention this very briefly, but then I think this will probably be our our main next episode. Obi Wan TV show. Have you started yeah, watching that yet? I have. I've watched the first three episodes, two and a half okay. episodes. Okay, cool. Initial thoughts? Like uh, interesting. It's, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's it's gonna be good. It's Hugh McGregor. It's yeah, like it, it's it's easy to watch. Um, yeah, I actually noticed something uh, when he was flying around when he went to the Jawa to buy the little droid thing yeah. that Luke yeah. plays with in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, I recognise that. Ah, and you then caught it, something. And it popped up on TikTok, and I was like, it yeah, popped that, up that... with the the clip of Luke playing with it, and I'm like, that's where I knew it from. So yeah, so. For those wondering, with the Book of Boba Fett, with the Mandalorian, I, I know that we did dedicated episode breakdowns, um, and I believe I said it towards the end of the Book of Boba Fett, or or in an episode sort of between. But I'm I'm ghosting yeah. Obi Wan in the terms of like breaking it down. I am watching it. I'm watching it the day they come out, and I, I've been really enjoying it. But I'm doing everything in my power to not overanalyze it like i'm looking for the little easter eggs and and fun things as like a star wars nerd but book of boba fett also sort of that's the first time in all new star wars stuff that you were really got yeah i really got down on like i really got sort of upset with because and i think it's because i was nitpicking it and i was really diving into it and i was doing that obviously for the podcast and, and those of you who enjoyed it i hope you know, I hope it was all it was good. I mean, I know that I can sort of provide an eyesight that a lot of people won't have because I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, right? Um, but yeah, with with Obi Wan, I'm gonna do like a final episode yeah. sort of review when it's all done, and I'll wrap up my sort of thoughts on it. But rather than breaking down each individual episode and just sort of having too many theories or thoughts as to where it could go. Because I predicted a lot of shit for a book of Boba Fett, and none yeah, of it we had we had really... a we had a lot of wild out there. Yeah, exactly. So, sort of was a bit too upset with where it went. Um, the, wo- the woman warrior of the the sand. Yeah, where is she? Raid, where, where, raid where is she not coming back? Yeah, the Tuscan Raider, woman queen. Where did you go? I miss you. Um, we had so, so yeah. So Obi Wan, I'm just hope. I'm just watching it episode to episode. I'm enjoying it so far. Zero zero complaints. So. I'm just going to do that, and then we'll provide a proper review at the end. Once we're finished. Anyway, speaking of proper review at the end, we're now moving on to Stranger Things, season oh. four. This is what you came for, I'm sure. Incredible. Now that we're 55 almost an minutes hour later. into this. Yeah, almost an hour <laughs> into this, we're going to finally talk about the thing that this episode is supposedly about. Stranger Things, season four. So this will be spoilers for part one should say that because i don't know when you're going to be listening to this but part one so the first seven episodes i want to say yeah first seven i think it's seven episodes um okay so let's get into it um the rumor is again not sure how true this is i think it's pretty true though 30 million dollars per episode to make this you know i'm not even surprised i'm not even surprised 30 million dollars and because do you, I, this is my first question. This is my opening question. You've already said not surprised. So, do, do you think 
you can see $30 million per episode here? Like, does it feel Absolutely. that big? Absolutely. Every yeah. episode feels like a mini movie. Yeah. Which is fucking incredible because I love, like... So, after I finished uh, season four, I've I've started rewatching it yep. from the start just because i want to i want to be fresh minded for I, everything. I, I want to i want to do the same i haven't started um, it yet but i want to go back to season one in particular oh i've i fired through season one in like a day and a half because season episode... one always was my favorite like season one's so good oh i don't know season three claps that's season three is really really good but it gets very it gets very crazy like yeah. when the Russians are suddenly in Hawkins and stuff just, and an underground like the... bunker, all this stuff is a bit too out there. Yeah. Season one is just the right amount of like, what the fuck's going on? I remember being so confused by it and genuinely not being able to figure it out. And then everything felt so well-rounded and paid off. I just, it's season uh, one for me is just class. In season three, when Dustin and uh, Steve Harrington, they have like yeah. a big brother, little brother, little bromance, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, so... Yeah, I can de- to answer your question. Uh, I can definitely see thirty million in each episode, uh, yeah. especially I think it's episode four when mm-hmm. uh, the the famous song of the the last month yeah. or so on TikTok did running it, up that hill. It. Oh wait, no, sorry, I thought you were talking about the the singing song. Yes, no, running, no, up, no, running road, up the hill, Kate Bush. Uh, right, oh, here's I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something right that is the stupidest thing to say, but I, I'm going to be that guy right now. Okay. I've had that song on a playlist for years. For oh, years. Yeah, yeah. The song, so yeah. The song it, kind of, it kind of bugs me that now it's like taken off. I mean, it's great because, you know, it's a great song and Kate Bush deserves all the credit for it. Like, And it's not my song by any means, but I'm kind of like, fuck you guys who are now suddenly like, oh, have you heard this song? Because like, like, yeah, we've heard this I've song. been listening to it forever. I've I've had it on a playlist forever. So yes, <laughs> I know this song, TikTok. Thank you very uh, much. Actually, so going into obviously the song when Vecna is yeah. trying to hunt down Max. Yeah. There's a I seen a TikTok, and do you know how Vec, uh, Vecna's thing is Sorry. clocks? Yeah. And you hear the dong like a, it sounds like a clock dinging underwater like it's got a bit yeah. of a so in season three, now I'm not this far on yet, so Ooh. I can't actually remember. Okay, okay. But in season three, when mm. Billy, Billy is approached by like 20, 30, 40 people in like the misty mm. cloud of fog. Yeah. Before he sees the people, you hear the you hear that noise. You hear the gong, mm. which has got people thinking: Is that Vecna invading Billy's mind to try and control mm. him? Well, I mean, Billy gets he obviously gets by the, the mind flare. The mind, the mind flare. Yeah, but obviously right? the mind flare is controlling Vecna as well. Hmm. Um, so this could it could have been the mind flare putting Vecna to to use. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's there's lots of theories. I mean, we might as well just get into it just now then. Like theories on on where part two's gonna go. Okay, so oh, I have no idea. People are gonna I, die. People are gonna die. I'm shocked no one's died yet. So I mean, I, okay, sorry. Some people, as in main characters, yeah, I know people are, Samwise, people are dying a lot. Samwise from Lord of the Rings died in season two. Remember? I know that was a big that one. hurt, man. That, that was a big hurt. one. Um, and then Hop like semi died. Yeah. Okay. So just just quickly on the theory as to where this could go. So I'm thinking 
so far. I'm thinking that obviously Eleven's getting her her powers back or whatever. Yeah, we're getting a one v eleven. Yeah, I think we're getting one v eleven. But the but the question is sort of like, yeah, honestly, like I said about talking about theories, but honestly, I haven't even really thought about it because my my big thing at the minute is that there are so many main characters that are all over the place like yeah. geographically right yeah we've got let's just take the hopper situation off the get-go hopper and joyce Hops right and, yeah they're in russia. and the russian speaking guy who by the way is an amazing character and i'm, I'm sorry i don't know his name but like love murray. his character murray that's it yeah. good well done john when he came in to the show i think in season three i loved him off the get-go like crazy Se- american Season two, you think? Yeah, so he, okay. he so he's introduced. Sorry, I'm a massive Stranger Things nerd. Yeah, yeah. So go on, go he it. is introduced when, uh, oh, the ginger woman from season one. You know how she dies in the swimming yeah. pool. Her Barb. mom and Barb. That's it. So her mom and dad are investigating. Cut to a clip where John's like, "I'm a massive Stranger I Things." I know, and nerd, I just forget the ginger woman. <laughs> you forgot uh, Barb, bitch. <laughs> uh, so. It's her mum and dad are investigating, uh-huh. like the disappearance of Barb, yes. and they hire Murray. Yes, that's um, it. Right? Yeah, you're so, right. So I was just thinking of his relationship with the Russian guy when they kidnap him, and he's like talking to the Russian, and he sort of like becomes friends with him, even though he doesn't trust him and shit. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he's watching Woody the Woodpecker and having like a oh, Slurpee d- and stuff. I forgot about that. That's yeah, so the guy that, with the glasses. That, yeah, that relationship that so I thought nice. was brilliant. That they because he's originally like I hate like can't stand Russians. I think they're all yeah. enemies. So, and then they become best friends. And when he dies, he's pretty sad. Over oh it. Anyway, man, that sorry. hurts as well. So yeah, Murray is a huge character that I'm all about. Like really, I'm enjoying his character. But just take the situation right now where we're left off with. I'm assuming that Demogorgon's still alive in the prison, right? So yes. Demogorgon is now loose in the prison. They're now stuck in Russia with no planes, and we've not seen anyone else flying anything. No. So I don't know how they're ever... I don't think they're actually getting back to Hawkins in time for a big battle or anything like that. I think their whole thing now is to kill off that Demogorgon, and then they'll just sort of make their way out somehow. But essentially, the Demogorgon's going to tear up that prison. They'll be the last three to survive. One of them is probably going to die. Maybe oh, Murray. No. I think one of them's definitely dying. Joyce. One, one of them will die, but... Oh, I think... don't want any of them to die. Yeah, I don't want any of them to die either, but I odds are one of them's going, and out of all of them, I think it has to be Murray, which would suck, because he's my favorite out of them right now, but... Hop's my favorite. Hops is great, and like for him to get back to L, I think it's going to be huge. I think yeah. that I thought originally that there was going to be some way that L was going to figure out that Hop was alive, or do in the sensory deprivator chamber sort of thing, yeah. whether she would be able to do the black floor thing, where she'd be able to find him or just mm-hmm. reach out. But if she generally thinks he's dead, then why would she try she and reach out? Bother, yeah. But I th- I thought that like the whole it's going to be a very typical sort of like good guy versus bad guy situation so one i'm jumping all over the place here but just just roll with me one told 11 that you focus on a really negative thought and that can be the source of your power i think it's going to be a typical switcheroo where the good guy realizes that if i focus on a really happy thought i can become even more powerful you know that kind of thing so i thought that she would somehow connect and find Hop and know that he's alive, and then that's going to be the big difference, the give her the edge to then take down one. That's sorry, that's that's the thing I wanted to say, which I forgot earlier. 
Anyway, so they're all in Russia. I think they have to defeat the Demogorgon. and that's going to be their main main next part. Then we've got Finn and uh, Jonathan um, and Will and the the new stoner pizza high guy. They're just sort yeah. of they're and just they're floating Dusty, about. They're with Dusty Buns's girlfriend, whose yeah, name I can't remember either. They're um, just floating about. They're just sort of around at the yeah. minute. Like they're very pointless at the minute. I mean, I think this whole season they've been pretty pointless. Although they almost did get shot up, like they almost got fucked up. Yeah, but if, you, if it like, wasn't for what? Stoner Steve. But yeah, that was a little bit of action. But to 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 what real point, you know? Like the, so, the the American government wants to take down. Well, part of the American government wants to take down L because they think that she's doing all the bad things. But yeah, well, they think that it's it's all happening because of her. Yeah. But it's just Which technically it's just, it is because yeah, the, I don't know. I just the, unfortunately I'm I'm sad that Will more than anyone else is 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 in this little bubble because of everybody of all the characters other than Eleven, Will's the one with the most experience on the Upside yeah. Down and the Mind Flare and that sort of stuff because he's you know been connected twice now. I want to say yeah. Um, so it sucks to me that Will's sort of so far out of this one. Do you know what's really keep, upsetting? I think they keep trying to just give him like a he's going to turn out gay vibe and he needs to come out the closet and that's he he fancies uh Mike or something like Mike, that I yeah. think is what they're trying to do but it's it's not the uh, nothing wrong with that it's just more that like I wanted Will to be the, the sort hero. of the guy in the chair if you will <laughs> because like if 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 L11 is Spider-Man I want Will to be the guy in the chair because well, well, he knows wise. Yeah, he knows the most about it, so I sort of was sad that his character has sort of just been hung out to dry a bit. Do you know? Do you know yeah. what's upsetting about mm. about Will? They forgot about his birthday. Did they? So in now again, it was a TikTok, so I'm not taking uh-huh. credit for this. Uh, I don't know if it's season one or season two. We find out what Will's birthday is, mm-hmm. and his birthday is the day that. Eleven takes Mike to the the roller skate rink. Oh really? Yeah, and they all forget about his birthday. Oh, that's awkward. I wonder if I they because they didn't really play it off. I mean, he was moody, but I think he was just moody because. Well, you know, no, they they knew the... so that that the date appears, like right. so it's it's like a little Easter egg that so okay. we know that we know that it's his birthday and. Uh, they should know that it's his birthday. And... Well, fuck them then. They're really bad friends. I know. Like, what? Like, Mike's just like, fuck Mike's you, I a want my girl. bitch boy in this, to be honest. I don't, I don't like Mike. I've never really liked Mike. I'm not going to lie. Dustin's my favorite out of the, oh, the guys. Dustin's Dustin's class. I think the... Of the, of the kids, I'd probably say Will would be my favorite, I think. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I feel the most for Will. Because Will... Well, he's been, been through, through it. He's been he's through, been through a lot, and he's still sort of. He's the only one that, even in in season three, especially, he's really trying to keep the group. It seems like Together. they they play it off like he's trying to keep the group back and in the old ways and playing D and D and stuff. But in a way, he's just trying to keep the group together. Like they're all going off yeah. with girls, and and you know that sort of stuff is is all great and it's part of growing up. But Will is sort of still trying to make sure that they're still like friends and catching up and talking and whatnot. Yeah. Um I don't know. I just like I like Will a lot. My favorite character of the whole show though is probably Steve. Just cuz his char- Steve Harrington. Yeah. 
his character's gone through so much of a change. Like he is an asshole in the first season. Like at, like he writes like up on the cinema screen about Nancy being like a slut a or slut, something like yeah. that. Like he's Nancy a real dick, slut. like real dick. And then to have the full turnaround, turnaround, and then as you said, the little bromance with Dusty Buns is uh is just great. I think he's. I just think he's awesome. Also, his hair, I would kill for. I he's would kill hair. for that hair. He's got just. Good hair. It just. Honestly, I could never pull it off. I don't have as much confidence, and obviously, it's not really an in style right now. Nah. But it's a pretty badass haircut. I the think. mullets are coming back, though. True. I've seen, well, seen more and more mullets. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle's the uh, the the number one mullet guy. I think he's he started it for for everybody that's like <laughs> outside of QV now that have got mullets. You copied yeah. Kyle. That's all copied I'm saying. Kyle, I want I I. I don't really, um, well, I, I say I don't really. I haven't spoke to Carol in years. Uh, the odd message here and there to wish him luck with the rugby stuff. Um, but I wondered if it was like an initiation thing or something. Like if you if you, if you start at a new rugby club or whatnot, they get to pick your haircut or something like that or whatever. Because if it is just an all out, this is just him confident, sort of I'm just going to nah, rock so a mullet thing. That's the, crazy. The mullet was coming back. And then Kyle, I think Kyle just started to get one. And then that's when everybody from fucking QV or outside of QV started getting them. Who else has got mullets from uh, Name Drop then? I, oh, I've not seen know. anyone else other than Kyle. I mean, uh, Kyle's obviously on TV, so. I'll name drop outside. I'll, after okay. This, I'll tell you. Okay, fair I enough. Don't, I don't want to put them through the ringer. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Either way, Kyle is, is rocking a haircut with some confidence and, and good for him. I I will not be rocking a mullet, but he's very true. Does what he wants. Good good for him. Also, congratulations if you are listening. Well done for making the Scotland team again. We all want you to succeed and and bring home a win for some for Scotland for once. Just just. What do you mean for what? Scotland are good. Scotland are good, but they never really get to the finish line and i think nah. that's the main to thing. be f- to be fair he's got a tough like kyle's been fucking playing unbelievable rugby down at uh mm-hmm. london london irish and scotland have just got far too many good wingers at the minute like far too many yeah there's oh, well. there's, there's like six of them that could all start i'm any sure given day. i'm yeah i'm so I'm, I'm sure he's gonna he'll he'll find a oh, spot he'll be some there. position some way somehow he'll be, he'll be there Anyway, getting off topic. So back Stranger on to Stranger Things. Things. Yeah, Steve Harrington's my favorite character. His hair, I desperately want the hair. Um, and I just love that he's very, he's like selfishly selfless. Like he'll complain yeah. a lot about things, but he'll get shit done and, and still help everybody out that needs help. Well, he's he's um, the, oh, in fact, you know what I've really enjoyed like about this season? Is that you know Steve? Mm-hmm. Season three, Steve was. Who, what's the girl's name that works with Steve? I'm blanking on her name. Robin. Robin. So Robin, Robin and Steve have got a little. Oh, I'm a little, I'm a pretty big little, Stranger Things fan, by the way. <laughs> names. <laughs> what's, the, what's the main character's name? Names. <laughs> names elude me. Okay. Uh, what's her name? So, Twelve, thirteen, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh, so. See, now you've made me forget what I was going to say. Steve and Robin, you were going to say. Steve and Robin, have, yeah, so they've got their little bromancy thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And they're trying to get Steve a, a chick. They're trying to get him wifed up. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think, see, in this part two, Nancy's dumping off old fucking... Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> you don't know his name either! I'm oh blanking on them all, right? I'm fucking... You've, 
you've, Jonathan, you've struck yeah. me. You've you've struck me here. Jonathan's whole character season four has also been shafted. That whole group, everyone who is currently he, in he the turned into a heavy stoner though. Mike, Jonathan, and Will, their characters are being nah. thrown away. You know what scene away. I really liked? You know what scene I really liked? It was when they were sat at the dinner table, right? And Joyce yeah. is like, yeah, we're yeah. going to go up to Alaska. And like it comes around to it and he's like, "Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, it's you, a what very... What's happening? It's, it, like... it's, it's funny because <laughs> here's the thing. So, I mean, fuck it. At this point, we're going we're gonna to give up the goose. Okay. So, we're talking about it. As an, outs- as an outsider looking in, when I was an outsider, let's say. When you were an um, outsider. It's it's laughable, right? It's like, oh yeah, they're high. Like that's you you act stupid when you're high, kind of thing. Yeah. But when you have a little bit of experience in in certain herbal remedies, when you um, toke the you can, the devil's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, put it that way. Um, you can really appreciate a joke if it's done right, and oh, that yeah. is exact. I've been oh. in very similar situations where you're sat and you know you need to. You're in the real world, let's put it, and you need to you need to function. You're just and like, it's holy just shit, like, what happened? You sort of over, you always end up overdoing it. Like you would have spaced oh, out, yeah. and then you try and come back in, and then you're like, you're like, oh, okay. The simplest yeah. of tasks are just like a hundred times more like handing yeah. over a bit of change. I'll like- tell you a really funny story. Um, so I was slightly intoxicated, let's put it that way. Okay. And it was a nice summery you, day. You were, you were eating sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, I was having a sandwich. That was you're, it. you're eating a sandwich. Um, or I'd had a sandwich, and it actually was it was eaten. It was not it was not any other way. It was eaten. So it's one of those where you know it's gonna okay. hit you when it hits you kind of thing. Oh yeah. So we're out for a walk out and about in the city. It's a nice Toronto summer day, and uh, feeling a little parched. You know how you get a little thirsty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so hit up the uh, the supermarket, okay. and they have. Tim Hortons ice caps they do oh, yeah. in like a liquid sort of shake form that you can just buy at like the corner counter sort of thing. Nice. Um, so I'm picking up one of them, making these picking up a I don't know something else, a Coke or whatever. And I've stood there in line, and like as we're getting to the checkout, it's things are starting to happen with me. Okay. <laughs> so the walk to the checkout line was like suddenly like a really long tunnel, like whereas I felt like I was walking for days to get there. <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit, here we go. Okay. So I'm stood in the checkout line and it's finally my turn. I've got the two drinks in my hand. And the lady is like, okay. And you're supposed to put them on the little conveyor belt thing and they, yeah. they go down. I decided in my state that I was going to scan them. So I oh reached <laughs> over past the conveyor belt to the lady's little chair computer area. I scanned the drinks myself and then just left, let them there for her and that, and then paid and then walked so out. You've done, you done a job for her. I did. I just, I, it was like, essentially I, I did self checkout at a person's till is, is yeah. where I decided my, my brain was going to go. That, that's the best and that case was, of That's because I was trying it. to act normal. And I was like, what yeah. do you normally do here? I was like, oh, I've got to beep the thing. Yeah, you just totally, <laughs> yeah, you're like, shit. Overcorrection. You forget how to live. You yeah. genuinely forget. You're like, what do, I, what yeah. do I normally do in this situation? Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, scan, I, scan the, the, I scan the goods. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to apologize quickly. If anyone can hear rain in the background, uh, that's on my end. We're having a little bit of a storm here. And uh, hang on, let me just, I'm, I'm going to turn up my mic so you can really hear it. We're getting some ASMR here. It's raining in Canada. 
There we go. Anyway, I'm going to turn down my mic and hopefully that'll get rid of the rain. Um, yeah, so I I think that that scene, yeah, at the dinner table with Jonathan, that was good. But I think, unfortunately, everything else with Jonathan and sort of that whole group, I feel like they're getting shafted. I really do. I feel like yeah. there's not much going on with them. No, and I not. don't see... I see them pretty much just showing up to sort of cheerleader L yeah. at this point. Like, they're going to eventually get to Hawkins, and then they're just going to be there. You know, well, I don't really the see main, them do, doing much. The main storyline's always been in Hawkins. So yeah. Dustin, then, Max, and Lucas have got the main. Yeah. You take, and, 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 then and take the Jonathan, the though. Jonathan's going to show up to Hawkins, and they're just going to break up with Nance, and Nance is going to go with Steve. I Although, think I think Steve I think, I Steve think Steve's and Nance dying. Oh no! Please don't say that. I'm sorry, John. I really think Steve's dying. Nah. Or to be honest, maybe Nance. I think maybe Jonathan Nance, dies. If Nance dies, I think that's going to be a more impactful one. Because if Nance dies, it's going to hurt Steve and Jonathan and Mike. Because that's that's I that's, suppose, that's like yeah. three in one. So as far as like getting an impact all... from a death, from a death, that would be a good one to. You know. Yeah, kill off. Nah, I don't like Nance either. Like, eh, what's wrong with Nancy? She just sort know. of, you know, nah, she's a little like stick up the butt, but she's like, you know, she 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 does things. I prefer. I, so that was what she For annoyed. Robin. Like, yeah. So when it was Robin and Nancy's scenes, like, yeah, she was annoying me. Well, it's because she's more she's more serious, as I say, stick up yeah, the butt. She's, like she's yeah, sort of doing some stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, it's okay. Um, but no, I was it, like, it was surprising to see like the the length of every episode. And episode yeah. eight is like an hour and a half, and episode nine is two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely buzzing for these to get dropped. Like, I yeah. cannot wait. So, I believe they're coming out uh, 1st of July. Yeah. So, in the start of next month, they're all going to drop on Netflix, same as this first batch did. Um, I would really say just a couple more points, and then we'll probably wrap her up. I'm really enjoying the horror style of this one. I like that each yeah, season sort of is getting progressively mature as yeah. the kids and also the audience that are going to be watching these shows are maturing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that this is big epic. It feels like the final sort of thing. I also do kind of hope that this is the final thing because I think that if they're going to stretch no. it out anymore, I think it's going to get kind of like to a point where like there's no real big bad. I feel like Vecner and the Mind Flare, if, if they are Vecner or whatever it's called, yeah, Vecner. Um, if they're the big ultimate bad and it's it's Eleven versus them, I think that's as good as we're gonna get. So just you know, yeah, wrap I, it up I, nicely and be done with it. I don't want them to 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 ruin everything by keep adding more and more bigger bads and and trying yeah. to bring back old ones and stuff. I think they got away with it. Definitely, this this story didn't exist when they wrote season one. So I think having one no yeah, no become way. Vecner and how they worked all that out, it was a pretty good reveal. I predicted so, that that character was number one like pretty early on, but I did not predict that he was Vecner at all. Um, so I think that it definitely did hide itself well, and the reveal made sense, and it was a decent yeah. payoff. Um, so one it, question it I had... All... No, Sorry, go for it. Go. No, no, you go, you go. It was the way it all... Like... So I knew, as you were saying, there, following on what you said, like I knew he was one. Yeah. But then it was the fact that, like, it all just came full circle. They're like, I thought it was very he, clever him as a he's kid. The, yeah, the kid, and then he turns into Vecna. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? So him as a kid 
actually doing the killings was i didn't see that at all no, i assumed no, it was no. from the upside down that the killings were happening but it wasn't yeah. it was there and then it was him um so that was a very clever reveal i guess that this kid just had powers though you know like the same like 11 is sort of a a clone mutant kid hybrid whatever off of this original host's powers yeah. Which we don't get to find out how Juan got his powers. He just was always different, I guess. Which I'm totally fine with. I don't need an explanation for it. Just, sure, why not? Yeah, it's a TV show. Um, so that's good. But the questions that uh, McKinley and her brother and me, and we've sort of all been talking about, Oz, is um, what do you think the final scene with Eleven in that flashback really reveals, right? So she goes up against Juan. She, like, throws him through, bursts him, and does she essentially the question is does she create the upside down or does she just link the two worlds and create a portal so i'm of the, the thinking that i'm of the thinking that she links the two worlds but mckinley and tristan have both asked before does she create the upside down like she's made it no i, th- but I think it's just down she, she makes the intricate. first connection because the i can't remember who it was that made the they were talking about the demogorgons being the foot soldiers yeah. and vecna yeah. being his general yeah, that was uh, Hopper talking about that yeah, in the prison. The ha- the the, the mind flare, mind flare, whatever his name is. Oh, he doesn't know about Vecna. But... He he he's like he runs the upside down. Like he, that's yeah. his territory. So I mm-hmm. I definitely think Elle's just created the the gate, which is a good point to bring up, right? Because mm-hmm. rewatching it, right? Yeah. So when she creates the gate by creating Vecna, mm-hmm. that's in the the Rainbow Room. Yeah. And. From my understanding, that's the first gate. Yeah, but then so going they... back, it's not the first gate because the first gate isn't in the rainbow room. No, but so I was thinking. Here was my thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Is that she creates the first tear, and then essentially they then build the facility around that. So okay, the facility so that's already apart. there's already oh, a facility yeah. that's there because they've been studying on these kids and, and all that sort of stuff, right? And yeah. I believe it's in Hawkins. Because when one shows her how to escape through a tunnel that leads into the woods, that is how she escapes, I think. Yeah. So essentially here's what I'm thinking is that the end that flashback that we just saw is maybe a month or two before the start of season one. So yeah. essentially she creates the tear. Papa then comes in, says, what have you done? Thinking that it was her that killed all the kids and then just tore a hole in the wall sort uh-huh. of thing. So he's got the wrong impression. They then rebuild, rejig the facility to accommodate this new tear, move the kids to a different section or whatever. But uh-huh. Eleven still knows how to escape and where to get out, which at some point she then decides, yeah, do you know what? Fuck it, I'm out kind of thing. Runs away, escapes that way. And mm-hmm. it's like a month or two, maybe a little longer, to say three months max sort of, I, that's what I'm assuming. I don't know this. It just would would. I, I think that has to be the first tear. Yeah. Is is that one there? Um, Definitely. Because she then has she opens it, so she has to close it, kind of thing. Um. One thing. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm also to... thinking that the upside down is just essentially a, an alternative parallel universe. Yeah, it's just, just a, it has always dimension. existed. This sort of to to steal from Loki, sort of all these timelines running along the same thing, and then she's just managed to twist them Korea. and get them connected somehow yeah. from just a sheer power of just oof. I don't know. Yeah. You know. One uh one last thing before we wrap up. Yeah. So in season two, we are introduced to I believe it's number eight. Yeah. Remember when yeah. they're driving? Yeah. yeah. Um. 
So I need to, when I'm rewatching season four, I'm going to need to look out for number eight in the facility. Yeah, I felt like I didn't see number eight. I didn't. So yeah, she's obviously escaped. I don't think I, don't, I saw number eight even in the, the recent flashbacks. Maybe when she's in with her mum. When her mum comes in, they show that flashback and she's yeah, yelling Jay. Yeah, I think her, that's yeah. her in number eight. But I don't, number eight wasn't so in any of the must. training montages or anything. And did we did we find out how she escaped? I'm gonna have to once I rewatch it, I'll maybe find out yeah. more. No, I don't. But she really must escape remember. before the killing happens. Well, yeah, must do, must do. So it's interesting to see how this all links up. It's lovely. We need to once the that, that's season... a good sh- that's a good shout for part two is number eight coming back. Yeah. Wait, what actually happens to her though? Did she not? Did she just she run don't. away? I think she just stays part ways because number eight wanted her to stay with her in the city, and she she had to leave to go to Hawkins. Yeah, so So she might come uh, back. It could be a good shout for her to come back. But yeah, and honestly, I don't remember fully. I think she just stays in the city, so definitely could be. Once, Um, uh, once volume two is wrapped up, we need to do a proper Stranger Things. Proper Stranger Things breakdown. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I like that idea. That's a good idea. I think enough people are watching the show where we could dedicate a whole episode to that for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely. Last thing I'm going to say about this part one, season four, and I'm blanking on his name, so I hope you know him, the leader of the Hellfire Club. The, for the, they call him Bobby, the Freak. Is it Bobby? Is it Bobby something? Billy? Billy? No, Billy's... Just uh, Maybe give that a quick um... Google. Anyway, love this character great addition his little speech that he gives in the cafeteria and the, the when they're playing D and the dice rolling scene and then sort of how he's just kind of a little loopy a little out there he makes me think of bender a lot from breakfast club um yeah. very much the just the rebel sort of he's punk been a brilliant kid. brilliant into like just think he's great character. yeah really think he's great um the actor and is doing a phenomenal job of him the, the overall eddie, look eddie the munson is eddie name. munson Love this guy. Great addition. Because I, I really liked Billy as a character for season Damn. three. That was my favorite thing about season three was actually Billy. Yeah. Um, so when he obviously... Like, he was an you know, ass gets, in season two. Yeah, he is. But he's a great character to have. It sort of brings a different dynamic to things. Yeah. Um, so when they killed him off, I was like, oh, kind of gutted. And I was like, he's not going to be in season four. That's a bit of a shame. But this character is, is perfectly filling a space of a new unique character to add to the team that works well um obviously he's more with the team as opposed to billy being against the team but yeah yeah really like it just uh interested to see how they tie them all together because they're all split pretty far apart at the minute but every episode has been gripping from start to finish zero complaints great soundtrack obviously even though it's just the one song, pretty much, but doing doing really good. There's, so no, there's super been, happy. There's been, yeah, there's been some good songs. Yeah, it's been a few, but you know what I mean. Just mainly one, running Maybe up the, the road, running one. up the hill, running up the hill. Anyway, speaking of running, that's exactly what we're not we're gonna, gonna go and do. do after this. We're just. Oh, I'm putting the feet up. My blisters are sore. Yeah, John's done. I got I think... blisters on my fingers. <laughs> Very nice. Well, let's pretend the outro is hitting at this point with the music, because obviously. Minute, it's not, but for you guys, maybe it is. As always, you can follow us on Spotify and Instagram at pineapple theory underscore podcast. Please leave us a rating of five stars if you feel so inclined. That would really help us on Spotify. Pretty simple to do. Tap the little star icon, hit five, boom, done. I've been one of your hosts, Reese, my co host, John. You stay classy, San Diego, and we'll see you fucking later. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.
Bye.